Advice from a dipshit Advice from a dipshit Advice from a dipshit It's advice from a dipshit With Matt Fronger Okay, we're good? Yes, we're let's, good. Let's rock it. We're good. Sorry. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Advice from a Dipshit with Matt Bronger. Uh, Amanda and I were having technical difficulties, and it's, this is, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a weird little tightrope doing these podcasts. Yeah. Because, well, no, it's, I mean, I, I, I've heard so many people, uh, not necessarily about this, but uh, write online, hey, would you guys just get your levels correct to everyone, to every kind of yeah. podcast podcast? Uh, person and so it's a tricky thing you know we are in the office in my house which a house was built in the 20s so acoustics are fine but we kind of want to get it up to code and all that jazz and it's it sounds great yeah now, we're, we're there episode we're, nine we're in a good place <laughs> not that it was bad before but i just feel up against some of the horse shit that's out there where people are just like i just talking on my phone and like Look, I used to record them on my phone, yeah. the old old podcast. I am so sorry for that, everybody. Yeah. But um, yeah, mini apology for yeah. episode seven in your living room. Oh, right. Yeah, but yeah. you guys were cool about it. Yeah, you people were, cool. were cool. It was a funny episode. Yeah, at le- le- least this podcast isn't like a sing off or something like that. <laughs> where it's just like, oh, uh, your guitar was out of tune when you guys were doing um, Stairway to Heaven. And why were you doing Stairway to Heaven? <laughs> uh so. <laughs> Any hoozles, thanks for calling in, everybody. Thanks for uh, uh, subscribing and for rating us high, if you rate us at all. Anyone who is a is a, a Patreon sponsor, thank you so much. And uh, if anyone else wants to throw us a couple bucks to keep the podcast going, uh, much appreciated. Cool, let's roll the first caller. Let's do it. Okay. Matt, darling, this is... Sally, I don't know if you remember me, but I am the trans woman caller from the episode Embrace the Nordic Mellowness. Hmm. And let me just start off by saying I have practiced so many people that I was on this podcast. And, uh, well, I think I got you a couple listeners. So uh, you're welcome. Anyway, I'd like to say that this question isn't about transphobic bullshit and that that problem no longer plagues me. But I'm afraid that ain't the world we live in, sunshine. (laughs) So I live in Massachusetts. And currently in the next round of elections, there is this awful question called question three. And basically the question is, uh, should like trans people be able to use whatever bathroom they want because this absolute, not to mince words, fucker by the names of James has proposed that trans people should go into the bathroom stated on their birth certificate. Well, my birth certificate says I am male and I most certainly am not. My parents were not perfect. They made a mistake. So I really want to rebel. I am a punk rocker after all. So I want to do something. I want to do something that like really exposes what an evil, like bereft of morals person that this representative is. And I want some advice uh, on how you think I should do that. And uh, yeah, I'd just like to thank you for being a wonderful person. And thank you for really having your comedy and like your podcast be a safe space for me. I don't care if anyone cringes at that word. (laughs) Uh, And one more thing, I don't know, and this is going to sound like shameless plug, I promise it's not, I don't know if you've ever considered having a band open for you, but if you're ever in the Providence area of Rhode Island and you want a punk rock band that likes queer shit and is very um, queer... (laughs) <laughs> That's pretty much what we are. Just let me know. And to prove it's not a shameless plug, I'm not going to say the name of my band. Because if you really want huh. us, 
you will be able to find us. <laughs> or probably not. But there aren't a lot of people in Rhode Island who have a punk rock band that are also named Sally and are also as cute as me. So uh, I'm going to stick it out. Anyway, uh, no offense if you choose not to take me up on that offer. I wish you all the fame and success and good fortune anyway. Shine on, sunshine. Rock on, Sally. Holy shit. Thanks, babe. Thanks for uh, for calling in and, and, and sharing your amazing energy and your amazing presence. Fuck. I, I, to the question of the band thing, I just feel like I would be a letdown if I went up after a punk rock queer band because then it's just like, oh, it's just some dude talking. Like, I'm, I feel like I put on a good show, but it's just, it's a tough thing. But, 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 I will come see you. I want to come see your band. I love Providence. I love uh, that city. I love... The way out area of 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 that part of the country. I just spent um, a couple of days in Provincetown for my birthday with my wife, and it's glorious. And that's obviously a different uh, P town, but Providence is the best. Like it's such a fun fucking town. From the H.P. Lovecraft stuff to all the fantastic weirdos and uh, the bar culture, I love it. I love it there. So I will Google. I stay alive. I will find you. To quote Last of the Mohicans. Uh, <laughs> I will check their, I will check your band out. Um, I love I love what you're about, and I love what uh, you're how you, not only you feel so strongly about this, and you're absolutely correct, and I'm you know all the way down like the ground in terms of of where you're like your feelings. I also love that you have a lot of joy that you got you're a very happy person in the face of all that that, and that just shows how brave you are, Sally. Because I I don't know if I would have the strength when I'm around people who see me as lesser who see me as uh, an aberration, uh, a thing a thing that is not real. But you are real, and you are a woman. And saying you're on the right side of history to you is cold comfort, I know, because you live in the era you live in. And even though we've, we've progressed in a lot of ways, the, the, the old, shitty, puritanical old ways will constantly come back and, and bite. I say bite us in the ass, but it's really biting you in the ass. This is nothing that really has any effect on me. Uh, because I have have never had uh, the conflict of uh, being in a man's body, but I'm a woman. Um, so all I can do is is hey, try to be an ally and 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 offer you the advice that you asked for. So off the top of my head, what I would pitch to you as something if you if you want to truly make an impact, besides the obvious, besides volunteering, besides making phone calls, and besides obviously voting, which I know you're going to do because you are a woman of action. And, uh, and and punk rock attitude, I would go ahead and find friends who, and I'm sure you have them, that work in 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 film and video production in uh, in editing, and write a little thing just talking about what it is and what you deal with being trans, deal what you deal with every single day, the stuff you're up against, and the reason why I suggest that to you and not just anyone who also happens to be trans is because you're you're. You're not only out and proud. You're you're very you're very out there. You're very open. You're very uh, you're you're in a band that you're proud of, and you're in a very uh, progressive town that um, you know has 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 the elements of the old world, and with that comes the old baggage and the old bullshit. And I think you could make this very funny. You sound like a very entertaining, hilarious person, uh, calling me sunshine and all that jazz, like. Uh, you have you have a great deal of hilarious sass, which everyone enjoys. And I, I would go ahead and write a thing. 
you could do it in first person. You could do it where you're, you're, you have this, some people follow you around, uh, taping you. And you could even, you could even, uh, write scenes where you have friends act out some of the bullshit you've been through. Um, because the, 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 the whole narrative that they're trying to paint, which is, oh, you're obviously, you, you dress as a woman to try to go to the women's bathroom, uh, to be around women and to see them pee. I don't get, I mean, look, the narrative is so bullshit from the far right that it's uh, even saying it out loud is almost baffling to my own ears because it's it's just the dumbest you know like um uh, fucko magoo huckabee who's like he's like oh yeah boy if i knew putting on a dress and going into a you could get let me go in the girls bathroom i would have done it when i was in high school and if you put you don't have the balls to put on a dress even to go look at some random tits and ass like you it's it's not something you would do cuz you get the shit beat out of you uh and that's what trans people are going through now just to pee they just want to pee or take a dump or put on some makeup or whatever. But in their hearts, they're women. And they should be allowed to go in the women's bathroom because you're not... We're we're not in this era where guys are doing that. And the only way the argument holds up is if uh, people who are born biologically uh, men are somehow dressing up in women's clothing just to ogle uh, women in a bathroom. And... Look, I mean, it takes all kinds, but that, I don't really, I've never met any guy who is heterosexual that is, that's their fetish. Never once. Or a woman, either. That's just like, ugh, I like listening to girls pee. It's hot. Nope. Um, so, you, you're fighting, you're fighting the good fight, but you're also very funny. So anyway, like, I, <laughs> I'm making myself depressed here thinking about the, the dipshits uh, that are, keeping other people down. So I would make that video and just make it fun and make it funny and just, and have, have it not be all rage, but include some rage, include some real human moments, you know, where you're just saying how it makes you feel and what you want, which is just to go to the bathroom where you're supposed to go to the bathroom. Um, and I, I think you'd have a real chance to knock on wood, let that go viral because it is of the now, it is important, and it is something that's uh, definitely affecting the populace in what is a very progressive town where you are and a very progressive state. You know, I mean, Massachusetts was the first place to allow gay marriage, so which I'm sure you're aware of. But I want to check your band out. Thank you, Sally, for listening, and um, uh, sorry for, for being long-winded, but... Um, yeah, you're an inspiration. Thank you, babe. How cool. I know. How cool. I know. I, I loved that. Mm-hmm. Hey, Matt. This is a big fan here, Colin. Listen for a long time. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to get to go to Europe um, in a, a day, and at which time I plan to propose to my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, any advice on how I should uh, go about doing that? Uh, obviously, I have a ring, and I've actually prepared a speech, but I don't know when or where to do it. So if you could uh, guide me there, that'd be amazing. Huh. All right, thanks, Matt. You're hilarious. Keep it up. Bye. Wow, thanks, dude. What an honor. Uh, 
well, I should say my 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 uh, wife shushed me when I was trying to propose because she can't handle sentimentality or uh, compliments. So it's weird to be on your knee and you're like, you've made my love so. And she's like, shh, like, the fuck is this? What are you, my teacher? Don't shush me. This is my moment. Um, but, you know, but I'll tell you what I just FY. I don't know if I've talked about this in the show. I think I have. But I waited until she came back from the gym and was just covered in sweat and looked like crap, which was like an, uh, like an intentional thing to be like, you know, I'm going to love you however, whenever. I, I didn't want to do a thing where it comes out in a glass of champagne or, you know, a fine restaurant. My best advice to you, man, is just don't overthink it. You're not going to have the, – the proposal is the perfect thing. I had a friend who proposed at a bus stop across the street from the Cabrini Green Projects, RIP, in Chicago. Uh, and uh, just to – I don't know. He's a weird guy. But uh, you're in Europe. It's already going to be gorgeous. I, You know, it might be fun to propose in something <laughs> – some weird fucking place. Like, uh, I don't know, like a fast food uh, – uh, like – what like in Holland? Go get like a, a basket of fries covered in mayonnaise and put the ring in it. Don't do that. I'm kidding. But like, just just mix it up and it, it just make sure it's fun and don't drive yourself crazy because you're going to be losing your mind with anxiety up until the moment. Even though I'm sure she'll say yes, uh, but it's still just the anticipation. Just like anything in life, the anticipation is worse than the actual thing. And then once it's done, it's just the happiest time. And that's what. That's what's important. What's important is the after. It's just you guys having a good time and uh, and and feeling feeling uh, a, a kind of complete completeness, which is very nice for the both of you. Uh, so just have fun with it. You know, uh, if you can, if you can do that thing where it's perfect, where you ride up on a white horse and, and jump off or whatever, and uh, you know, like fireworks go off in the sky behind the Eiffel Tower, uh, great. But it's just as fine uh, picking a thing that you'll always remember because you will always remember it. And, you know, I, I, I proposed in our old apartment that we uh, moved in together. And even when we moved in together, I was like, yeah, I don't know, but I'll give it a shot. And it turned out to be the smartest thing I ever did. So I wanted to do it in that in that old apartment. Uh, so the, the, the sky's the limit. I wish I had more. Uh, direction for you. One thing I will say, if you are going to Paris, uh, go and get a shitload of cheese and bread and a bottle of wine and go by the park bench by the Eiffel Tower or one of the park benches. There's like a thousand of them. There are signs everywhere. No alcohol. Look around. Everyone's drinking. So take that bottle of wine out and just put the, the bread and cheese out. And I'm not saying propose doing that, but do that together because it's a great afternoon. Um, so, hey, go nuts, man, and, and <laughs> have fun. I love how you introduced. I'm going to Europe in a day. Okay. <laughs> have you planned for this? Do you have a passport? Uh, but uh, thanks for being a fan, man, and uh, best to you, and, and shit, good luck. From a woman's perspective, do it. Yeah, I like the doing it in the early part of the trip. Yeah, do it in the early part. Oh, Thank yeah. you, Amanda. Oh, yeah, do that That's in true. the early part. Do it early. <laughs> yeah, don't wait till the last day. I know you've been waiting. Uh, <laughs> just fucking propose. Just do Love it. Love of God. Because, like, we know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would, 
I mean, we, I would. We I, you we, might want to do we it. Feel the nervousness. Yes, the women. Women always know. Yeah. Maybe when you guys check into the hotel, go. Hey, by the way, I want to get married. You're like that. Be what a great way to start the trip. You know, like don't do it at the check-in desk where everyone's like, oh, this is weird. Uh, but maybe in the room on a balcony. I don't know. And like, I, I just picture now. Sorry, I, I can cut this out. No, no, I don't cut. Now, I just pictured out every single Instagram photo in front of all of the European monuments, and she's doing like the font, like the showing the ring hand. Totally. That's like every yeah. Instagram picture from here on out is yeah. gonna be. Here's the ring, mm-hmm. that's, and that's fun. Though. I wouldn't <laughs> do it in the red light district of Amsterdam. Just FYI, that would that'd be a little bit. Well, maybe that's awesome. It's kind of awesome. Maybe that's awesome. Yeah, I just I first time I went to Amsterdam, I I got uncomfortably high right away and we're and we're walking through the red light district and an enormous woman in a like a like I think it was a black metal bustier and what looked like a helmet and she was in the window and she just would she I walked by and she went like hiss like a tiger and I was like ah and then like so I have this weird uh it was I've never felt culture shock like that in my life so it'd be weird if, you, if the hissing warrior woman That's is there. Don't propose in front of her because she'll kill you both. <laughs> so weird. There's so many ways that my brain just went with where the ring could come from in the red light district. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay, I'm, good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, absolutely. The yeah. words, just pop The it rings out. in her. Yeah. Like, oh. No, that's it. Like a ping pong ball at a frat party. <laughs> just like right where I went. I went. I just like. Of course. Yeah. It's in her dress. <laughs> in a manner of speaking. A, yeah. <laughs> no. It's like right where my head went. <laughs> <laughs> just like pop. <laughs> God. Why not? Why not? Hey, Matt, just uh, listening to you on your mom's house podcast, the number popped up. So I was like, hey, man, I'm going to give this a message real call. That uh, answering machine saying, don't screw this up, <laughs> kind of threw me through a loop. So my question is, when you're in line and you're about to pay for whatever, say your groceries, and you got that old lady in front of you counting pennies, Mm. do you, A, help her count them, B, get frustrated, Mm. or C, do you just stare at your phone like a dipshit? (laughs) (laughs) Get it, because that's your podcast. (laughs) Bye. Hey, man, thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks to Tom and Christina for having me on uh, the the monster podcast that is uh, your mom's house. Uh, get a lot of people um, uh, saying they're, they wear their jeans high and tight and, uh, you know, excited I was on that podcast and uh, hopefully some new followers, which is very cool because I've, uh, like, been friends with them for the longest and I love them so much and I'm just so happy they're successful. So thanks, uh, thanks, Jeans, for calling in. Thanks, dude. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think, and uh, let me just say for the message where it's like, don't screw this up, that's very tongue-in-cheek. You really can't screw this up. Well, you can if you call and do like a fake character or ask me some some BS advice that you don't mean, you don't need, or you're just, you know, dicking off or whatever. That That's, you're just not going to get on, you know? I mean, Amanda will, she listens to all of them and they're one, she's like, nope. 
Uh, so that would just get deleted right away. So it's like just a waste of your time and hers. So, meh. but in terms of you actually asking something, yeah, don't, don't, don't get a uh, stage fright. This is just an answering service you're calling. And uh, really, as long as you're being yourself, no judgment. So, uh, honestly, man, I don't think you can ask to, can, can I help you count your money? I mean, look, anyone who says, hey, let me uh, help you grab their money. It's like no one's going to allow you to do that. And uh, you can definitely get frustrated. But it's just that I think all you can do is wait. That's one of those things that I wish there were something. Hopefully, the... the um, the checkout person is like, oh, you know, let's open another line, blah, blah, blah. But in terms of an old lady counting her pennies, you're just like, all right, you're old. I just got to wait, you know, and just go. I, I hope I'm not in a hurry. There's, there's just nothing to be done. There's nothing. Uh, you can't really help them count it out. You know what you can if you want to go crazy? Just go, I got it. Just pay for all her groceries. Because <laughs> I know Ludacris just did that with this lady who bought a, a, a shit ton of uh pet food for a shelter she worked at, I think. And she tweeted about it. And Luther just looked back and she was like, oh, and she's kind of, he's like, yeah, I got it. And, you know, he's he's rich and that's what you're supposed to do when you're rich and that's awesome. I don't know if you're rich, man, but that is the only, the only option is like the, the, the nuclear in terms of your bank account option where you just blow up $300 of your own money to pay for this old lady's groceries. Or you wait. That's my advice. One of the two. There's, there's no third option, unfortunately. Or you leave. You don't want to buy your stuff. You know, you can always maybe switch lines. But I know when you're right there at the 50-yard at the line and you're like, okay, I'm almost there and you have a bag of pennies. It's brutal. Brutal. I know. But, yeah, I think it's just you just pay or you wait. That's it. But thanks for uh, calling in, man. Appreciate it. Hi, Matt. This is Tim B. in Indiana, and uh, I have a friend who's going through a breakup, and he's being a real fuckboy, and he can't just kind of let it go. And he keeps texting her, calling her, and she does the same. And they slept together a couple times, and it's mm. gone horribly. Um, at one point, she kind of acted like he was assaulting her. At one point, she kind of acted like he was everything that was wrong with her. But then immediately follows that with a, hey, do you want to hang out text? What should he do? I mean, honestly, as his best friend, what can I tell him to do to just kind of get over it? I appreciate you. Real funny on your mom's house podcast. Hey, man, thanks for calling in. And uh, they're very hilarious and uh, probably appropriate use of the word fuckboy. Uh, that's that's one the, that the younger kids throw throw hither and yon all the time. And uh you know, it's a funny, it's a funny two words to put together and uh, generally all kind of know what it is. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, the assault thing definitely stood out. That's rough. Uh, and but, it, I, you know, just armchair listening. It, she's just still, hey, want to hang out? It's like, what? Uh, maybe she is that. It sounds to me like you know her and she sounds like a manipulative person. Uh, and, but in the end, if she is saying that but they're still hanging out with him and he's still going back to her it is on him to get away from that person he has to stay away from that person and it sounds like his he he still has feelings for her and she kind of just treating him as like a, a toy so yeah that is it's look let's be honest um not to not to title a future uh self-help book but uh we've all been fuckboys right haven't we all been fuckboys at some point in our life uh, I, I have, I have 
been uh, you know, someone who stayed in a relationship too long. I've been someone who broke off a good relationship for the wrong reason. And I've been the fuck boy you're talking about where you're so lovesick for this person, you sacrifice your pride. And I'm not saying pride is something you need to hold on to. It is, after all, one of the seven deadly sins. But self-worth is something you need to hold on to where you're like, I can't be hurting myself for this person who doesn't love me anymore. And it sucks. It really sucks when you're like, I still love you, you don't love me. I'm going to fucking cut my own head off you know you it, there, there's no worse feeling than loving someone and they don't love you anymore and here's where i've been uh the the gal is where what she's doing to your buddy i have just had a fuck buddy who i knew had feelings for me and i continued to see them off and on we're just friends who do shit and it's just I was guilty of that, and that was super wrong of me. And I feel like that's super wrong of her to be doing that to him. If she doesn't want a relationship with him and she still wants to, but still wants to hook up whenever she wants, it's just you can't do that to someone that has feelings for you, like real feelings for you. So, but look, that's on her, but more importantly, that's on him now, where he has to kind of take care of himself and, as you put it, stop being a fuckboy and, and stop fucking himself. Uh, so that'd be. Uh, my my advice. I, I, I'm st- I'm still a little bit uh, concerned by the accusation of assault because that's extremely strong and that's it's a tough term to throw around. Not that you're throwing it around, um, but you sound very suspicious, uh, and that's of course a thing. I, I people do a lot of things to keep comfort zones alive with other people. And one way they do that is through threatening suicide or through saying, oh, but you took advantage of me. And then that can create a reason why the other person is like, no, 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 what? I did. And then they're beholden to them. And I'm not accusing her of that. It's just, I just don't know anything, man. You know, it's like sometimes when I have questions like this here, and what I mean, I don't know anything about the situation besides what you've told me. And, you know, I like to trust everyone that's called calling in and, and, uh, you know, I'm not saying I don't trust you at all, uh, on any level, but you like, because I don't know you. So it's, but it's like, that's, that was kind of just casually dropped. So that's something to, that you maybe should talk with your boy about and, but it, it's it, anyway, bottom line, every, uh, from what I do understand at least it sounds like this is a toxic situation that he needs to just walk away from and you just need to tell him that and this is not on you this is not your job to go hey man fucking cut it out and it's because it's always easy to do that because you don't really have any skin in the game you don't have feelings for her um but i have found myself many times where i've had a friend who's dated a woman who uh um has wronged him i remember i had a friend who was seeing a married woman and she broke it off with him and he had real feelings for her. And she was like, and it, uh, they were, they were in a theater situation where they were all stuck in a certain area of the country uh, in a, in a, a little town. And um, so she's like, I just, I just want to be, I want to get you know, my husband and I are what we have. We're going to work on our marriage. And he's like, okay, then I'll step back. And she started fucking somebody else in the theater company. And so I hated that woman and was like, that asshole, she can't do that to you. Fuck her. And my friend was just like, look, and this was like months later. My friend's just like, look, like, I don't care anymore. We don't really have a relationship. She's going to do whatever she wants to do. And that's, I got to take care of myself and stuff. I mean, I still had all this anger because it's so easy for me to have. 
I didn't have any skin in the game. I was not involved with any of them. So I could just, it's really easy to sit back and eat popcorn and go, dumper, fucker, eh, blah. I know what I would do. Nope, you don't know what you would do. Not if you had feelings. So it's, it's really hard. Uh, but I think, yeah, all things considered, he has to get out of there and just cut it off and just go, look, I mean, I, I'm trying to take care of myself. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And it's probably the hardest phone call or he'll ever, ever make. And at least make it a phone call. Do not text that. Make sure your friend does not text that because I dated someone who would just text me shit that was very hurtful and stuff. And it's just, just reading the written word. You're like, oh my God, fuck you. I don't know how to write back. You know, put it this way. If someone texts you, you don't care about me. What do you write back? Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, Texting is not for that. Texting is what time are you going to be at the bar? Seven o'clock. See you there. Done. Do not do not text anything emotional. So anyway, uh, best of luck to you. Best of luck to your friend and his uh, hopefully soon completely ex. Uh, but, but talk to him about the assault thing, man. Talk to him. Um, and on, on that hilarious note, <laughs> hey, gang. <laughs> Uh, oh, sorry, it's a, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have ones like that that we're just gonna be like. But I really like your thing about um, don't text anything emotional. Don't do it. I was like, Ooh, don't do it. I, that's you're the one. That's with no, I'm a dipshit. But um, <laughs> but it's like I have I I I just remember how 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 I felt getting those texts where I just where you just stare at the phone and you're like for like twenty minutes you're like I don't know should I write back should I not. It's just, ugh, it's just brutal. And the person knows what they're doing when they do that. You when know they what give I mean? you the essays. Yeah, they know. The essays. They're dropping a bomb on you that you cannot answer in real time. And that's not fair. That's mean. Um, but yeah. Any hoozles. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. A phone number to call. 323-763-0228. 323-763-0228. Sponsor us on Patreon. Patreon, Patty. Sponsor us. Uh, it's at advice from a dipshit. Uh, we are at advice from a dipshit on Facebook at dipshit advice um, on uh, Twitter. Our theme song is by Ben Wise, and uh, I'm a Matt. This is Amanda. Thank you guys so much for calling in um, and uh, forgive yourself your dipshittery and learn from it, sons of bitches. Bye. Thanks. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt from.